Good morning. I'm Emily Reese. And for our daily living segment from Lutheran Social Service today, we're talking about scams. So worrying about your health, your job, your family during COVID-19 can leave you distracted and vulnerable to fraud. Unfortunately, scammers rely on you letting down your guard so that they can get your uh, your personal information and find ways to take your money. Shannon Doyle with LSS Financial Counseling has tips to spot a scam, protect your information, and find legitimate resources for support during tough times. Good morning, Shannon. Good morning, Emily. Happy to be here. It's nice to have you back. So has your team with Financial Counseling noticed any new scamming trends during COVID? You know, unfortunately, we have. It, it's it's so sad to think that when people are in vulnerable positions, that seems to be scamming season. So we have seen a lot of new scams. Well, there's old scams and and new scams, but old scams repurposed to look like new scams. So there's a <laughs> lot of different scams out there. Uh, what are some examples of some of those? You would be surprised. There are um, scams or fake news articles about uh, uh, fake tests, vaccines, cures for COVID. Unfortunately, we all wish there was, but there's no vaccine available for the virus yet. And, you know, there's no secret cures or treatments or home tests available. So, you know, I think I think the most important thing that people need to remember with that is to check with the Centers for Disease Control for the most reliable, up-to-date information. Uh, the, the other thing that is really sad is that there's charity or person-in-need scams. Um, you know, we... When times are tough, everybody wants to help, right? We, we all have this compassionate side to us. Unfortunately, there are scammers out there who want to take advantage of that generosity and they create fake charities or fake GoFundMe uh, pages and, you know, different, different requests for money as if they are people in need. Another thing that you really have to worry about is um, work at home scams or or getting people out of debt scams. Um, just you know anyone who who is uh, trying to help someone resolve a situation like fix their mortgage or get out of debt if they are charging high fees or really any sort of fees, people need to be wary of that as well. Sure. Why, Shannon, is there a heightened risk of scams during the pandemic? You know, I, I I think it's because uh, uh, scammers are opportunists, op- opportunists, and they rely on on people who are vulnerable, people who are stressed out, people who are looking for fixes to uh, issues, problems that they don't know how to fix on their own. For example, being behind on their mortgages, or not being able to pay their credit cards, or um, having student loans that they're not sure what to do with uh, in this time of, you know, uh, uh, financial, emotional uncertainty. Uh, and when people are uncertain, they become vulnerable and uh, it, it can lead to scammers just wanting to reach, uh, take advantage of that. Sure. So how do scammers typically get personal or financial information from people? 
It can be any number of different ways. Um, one really common way that is around even when we're not in uh, sort of lockdown and uncertain times is uh, uh, phishing. Uh, through emails or texts, you know, um, the old old types of scams that I was talking about that are still out, out there are things like, um, you know, getting an email from your bank or your credit card that looks legitimate but isn't really from them. Um, it can be calls, uh, you know, just telephone calls uh, from people trying to solicit information. Um, some of the most valuable information out there that people can get is your your um, your name, your address, uh, your date of birth, your social security number, account numbers, of course. Um, so I think it's 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 really important important for people to be aware. And of course, this is a time when it's really hard to be aware and you know on on guard about scammers and things like that. But mm -hmm. so it can come in any number of different forms. It can come through email, through texts through uh, phone calls um, or even or even fake websites. Sure. So it's, it's important to be on your guard. What are some of the clues people can look for to spot a scam over phone or email? I think that if we're looking at, <clears throat> excuse me, if we're looking at email or text, it's, you know, don't click any links in a text message or um, email if it's, especially if it's from someone that you don't know. But sometimes scammers can even get a, a hold of, of phone numbers or um, email accounts from people that we do know. Um, so uh, if you're not expecting an email message or, or if the email seems a little off or, you know, really look at at the at the um, return at the return uh, um, email address, or also a really great trick that you can do is hover over any links with your mouse and look at because the, the URL that it's going to take you to will show up if you hover that mouse over the link, mm -hmm. and um, and it can it will show you where it's actually going to go. Pay attention to that address as well. And of course, just, you know, old standard sort of advice is um, don't don't give out your personal information. Don't fill out forms on email. If I see a phone number on my phone that I do not recognize, I just don't answer it because anyone I know, anyone who needs to get a hold of me is either going to leave me a voicemail or text me. Um and, and so I, I know that if they don't leave me a voicemail or text me, that it, it was probably a scammer. Um, I think the other thing that's really important is when people are feeling uh, pressure to take action right away. You know, if they are getting pressure to send money right away, send money now, um, that can be a really big red flag that you know, somebody is in a hurry to either get their information or get their money. Mm -hmm. um, and uh, they should do a little research into that company, at least before they say yes. Sure. Uh, so if someone thinks they've been scammed, what should they do? So um, victims of scams or identity theft uh, can go to a website. It's called Identity Theft dot gov um, so that's identity theft.gov and um, and there is an affidavit and all sorts of steps that they can take there um, to file a um, identity theft report 
they also should change all passwords right away. And I know that can be a huge task for a lot of us because oh, we're supposed to have different passwords at different for every different account that we have. But I think a lot of us cheat a little on that one. <laughs> um, but <laughs> but absolutely change passwords, especially if it's at work. You would want to change your email or or your you know personal passwords. Um, but also. Uh, you know, call companies that might be affected, call your credit card companies, call your bank, call your um, uh, mortgage company. If, if you, if you are suspicious that you may have been hacked uh, best, best to report it and then find out everything is fine mm -hmm. um, than to not report it at all and sure. have everything fall apart. So what kind of support does LSS financial counseling offer for people dealing with financial struggles that can make them susceptible to such scams? Yeah, so at LSS, we meet with people one-on-one -on -one just to help them look at actually a number of different financial issues. But when it comes to scams specifically, we'll go through and help people file a or pull up their credit report so they can make sure that everything on there is correct. Uh, also file, file complaints with the proper authorities, whether it's identitytheft.gov, the Minnesota Attorney General's Office, or the Department of Commerce. Uh, we just really help them navigate that system so that they can feel confident that they've covered all bases. Um, and, you know, if, if, if they are having uh, issues with, with other debts or, or um, mortgage payments or student loan payments, things like that, uh, LSS counselors can help them figure out how to get those on track. And, and our services are free and confidential as opposed to scammers who typically <laughs> are trying to get money from people and um, uh, want those fees up front. And uh, usually they're pretty excessive fees as well. Sure. Shannon Doyle is from LSS Financial Counseling talking with us about scams today. Shannon, thank you so much for your time. You're welcome, Emily. And remember, always remember if it sounds too good to be true, it is.